Hello, Apologetic Nation family. Um, wow. This week has been tremendous, empowering, and difficult. Um, this is your boy, Ramar Tate, with Apolo- Apologetic Nation podcast. Um, I thank you and I appreciate all of you who have been staying tuned and definitely been listening and following and even going back and listening to some of my podcasts. As you know about me, everything that I do is unscripted. It just flows from my heart and uh, passion. Um, and I always go through and I reevaluate my life experiences. This week um, alone has been tremendous for me and my family. Definitely revealing difficult uh, situations and circumstances and you know, affected relationships. Me just being a father of four, married in in my life, being married um, twice, and this is my third marriage with my current wife. And I tell you the revelations and, you know, effects of your decisions definitely make an impact and during those times I could be honest friendships are definitely one of the most valued and misused relationships if you don't have the right perspective you can either have friendships the one that builds up and stabilizes your situation circumstances and uh outside relationships, businesses, or family, you know, I say businesses, jobs, uh, whatever you uh, preoccupy your time with beyond home, then those same friendships can make an impact with your immediate family, your wife, your children, cousins, brothers, and in-laws, and etc. I say that because for so very long, I've been a isolated and a solitude individual where I have had um, good relationships with friends and bad relationships. And I have definitely been one that did not qualify as a good friend. I used and abused my friendships based on my needs and wants to a point where lines were drawn with some of my friends and questions were asked, where we're no longer in a company in relationship and moving forward together and supporting each other. So I was probably about a couple months ago down to my last um, one old friend of my past, you know, and sometimes we have to comprehend the friends that we created in our past are not the same friends for our future. And I had to learn the hard way. And so my friend and my, you know, that I had, you know, a relationship and commanded myself to was an inconsistent friendship you know whenever we get around and I get in state we will hang out and talk and so the most recent time I caught up with my friend again and, and he was on hard times and I assisted and he lived with me for a while in a process you know um, he brought also not just his physical bags he also brought the baggage of his life Um, into our household, my household, between my wife and children. Towards the end, 
where, you know, we had to discuss the the terms of my friend living with us. And it got to a point where it's like, you know, it's just time to go. I didn't handle everything in the right way or in the right heart as a friend. I, I definitely could have done better. And in the process, things were said and boundaries were crossed. And I was hurt and devastated that a friend of high school since 2006, you know, said some words that disturbed my whole household and myself, that put me in a state of fear and anguish and anxiety, and also my household. And during that time, I felt even further ashamed and obligated myself to self-pity and depression. And I maintained that for so long that I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat properly, looking over my shoulders. And I got to a point where there are so many scars of illegitimate friends and me being an illegitimate friend caused me so much pain that I couldn't bear the emotional impact of being any one friend or receiving a new friend. And that caused so much torment in my life and isolation and disruption within my own relationship with my family. And this month alone, desiring someone to talk to, um, sharing and compatibility of insight and and spiritual uh, relationship values were definitely needed. And as I'm going through this crisis in my life, it amazed me that going through a crisis, what I thought was the worst thing in my life, the crisis that I was going through with my family and we got into parenting counseling, that in the midst of the storm, if I would have evaded and avoided, I would have missed out on a God-given relationship of value. I come to recognize all the relationships that I have had in my life with my friends were one of distraction, disappointment, and gratification of myself and my own pleasures. And out of these harsh circumstances, I recognize the authentic relationship in a unauthentic or fake relationship with friends. As I was broken and had to be humbled by the position that I was in with my family having to go through therapy, I was devastated. I was alone. I felt as if I was a curse of my own life and decision making. Understanding that I've been married three times And I'm 34, four kids. And I have not always been the best father. I've been more of an absent father, absent in emotion, absent in giving. I've been so self-guarded and isolated because so much of life experiences and pain that I gained more comfort in my pain than opening my heart up with new experiences and journeys that I relied on old relationship, that friendship that I knew that was not the best influence on my present and my future expectation. 
and when the last person that I thought as a friend would comprehend and understand as man to man we invoked in a harsh and battle of words and comprehension that only sought with violence and quarrelsome line was crossed between both myself and him and I found myself in the place that I did not want to be then out of the crisis and the devastation of my life as I continued to push through and did not continue to isolate I opened myself up to counseling and um, out of that I found compatibility with a stranger outside of the realm of my comfort and out of my control when I was in my worst place and most vulnerable state. Out of that was born a friendship and a brotherly love and affection that words alone cannot compare nor comprehend. the despair in my life that I was able to officially cry as a man. To have someone else to come and bring to my attention that you are a guy that I can see my myself being a friend with. And I heard it and I couldn't believe it because I was so distaste of my own life and so shameful and so bitter and so broken and so scarred and so just so empty I couldn't bear another opportunity or invitation and as time proceeded on I saw the vulnerability of another man expressed in care and a love beyond comprehension for me and my family and my wife to a point where another man in his invitation to invite himself along with his family with his wife to say we want to partake I want to partake on the behalf of my family in your life something I never saw or seen before see my life I always been that one to be uh, very vibrant in a crowd and you know have those conversations uh, desiring to be a peacekeeper and so a lot of people relied on me and talked to me about harsh things and I didn't have the grand opportunity to be in the other seat until now. And as this man draw out of his heart and consciousness and value in me and my family, I start identifying that it's okay to go through hardship. It's okay to go through crises. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be desolated in solitude and and just sometimes even depressed because when those opportunities come of genuine friendship, real, authentic, reliable, it changes you. Because within that conversation with someone giving me the invitation of friendship, I had to reevaluate, am I an authentic, good friend? Can I be that to him? I never considered that as being a guy because I was so egotistic and arrogant and really confident. The way I speak and spoke in my relationships with God and my relationships based on my education 
for most of you guys who don't know, um, I studied in anthropology, sociology, psychology. Uh, I was in Christian leadership and ministry, and I also studied in human services. Through all of that, <laughs> through all of that education, through all of the life experiences, through all the ups and downs, I had an ego in uh, surviving the military. I had an ego, okay? Confident, overconfident a lot, just a know-it-all until I was broken. And I recognize having all that information doesn't mean anything or suffice friendship. That doesn't make you a good friend because you're educated, because you're more aware than the most next man next to you. It's being genuine, vulnerable, transparent. It's being touched. It's being able to bear hurt and being able to be hurt within the friendship. To have a agree and disagreed comment is to be structured in a way of encouragement, but at the same time, tearing down walls of deceit and self-deception. That's what this friendship was brought to my attention. The very thing that I was and became, I was now in need of service. I remember having a conversation with my wife. She was like, you're so lonely because you choose to be. And you need to make you some friends. Because what you're doing right now in this relationship is bringing us down. And you can't blame everybody in this household because of your lack and distrust. Because you don't feel comfortable because you've been hurt. Get over it. Get over yourself. Move on. Life continues. Get out of yourself. Because at this rate, you're destroying the relationship. And I was torn with that. And I was thinking, you don't understand how I feel. And. And how I've been hurt. She was like, even if I don't, Ann. So. Out of this parenting counseling. I opened my heart and received a genuine, authentic. And see, what I understood out of that, I have been around so many fake friends because I was practicing fraudulent and fraudulent actions as a fake friend and and that's what I drew because that's what I had become a counterfeit friend fake and when I had to acknowledge the counterfeit friend that was the problem it was always me And when I recognize true, genuine, authentic friendship, good, bad, and ugly, seasoned friendship, I knew that everything that I had went through in my life brought me to this place of consciousness to be and learn how to become an authentic friend and not a counterfeit anymore. To get rid of and help me to focus my view on the authentic and not the counterfeit, not not friendship that meets the seasons in your life of self-gratification and pleasure and your ideas and ideologies and your perspective, not friendship that only support what you have, but support what you don't like about you and vice versa with the other person. Being able to share the standards. See, my friend that I uh, cut or we mutually 
distance ourselves permanently. I was married and he was single. That's not always a good mix. And so when you find yourself in authentic relationship, it should reflect your current situation. That's how you know it's authentic, right? And out of that, it gave birth to this crybaby of a man, a man that thought crying and vulnerability was not the way or intention of a good friendship. I had to be strong and courteous and comprehensive of what everybody else going through and making myself more uh, available for them and making them feel uh, uh, proud to be my friend, you know, proud to live their life with somebody that that's ride or die. And that's that's real cool. That is speak that realness, you know, that meet you where you are. But I can be real of where I was in that moment in my life. So now that I acknowledge that. I would just tell everybody. Don't allow your past or circumstances and situation be only supported based on your ego or what you've been through or your scars. Stop having friendships that support your scars and has start developing relationships and friendships that support your healing and overcoming and saying that you are wrong. You need to let that go and be able to not call each other for a full day because I'm not going to compromise um, our relationship to meet and feed your hurt and your pain, your ego and etc. It's because I see that you're greater than what you're going through. And if you're not able to see that, I will wait. But I'm not going to lie to you. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I can say that I absolutely have a friend in my life. And I'm just opening my life and my heart to create opportunities for more. And um, I hope that what I'm saying to you impact and give you some comprehension of what you're going through and clarity, because we all are need and wanting friendships in the right way. And so much that we feel so vulnerable and alone that suicide becomes the comfort, depression becomes the comfort, alcohol becomes the comfort, drugs become the comfort, sexual uh, satisfactions and gratification becomes the comfort, lottery becomes the comfort, you know, abuse abuse to oneself and others becomes the, you know, and gaming of power and greed becomes the substance because we're alone. I'm just saying sometimes let it go. Become an authentic friend and stop being a counterfeit. This is your host, Remark Tate, with Apologetic Nation. I appreciate you, my family, my friends, of taking the time out to hear me. God bless.